0: Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, this is your Apostle Reddick and we are gathering today for the spirits of the Bible teaching this week on vipers on vipers So let us pray Heavenly Father I just thank you for your word I thank you for your love I thank you that you show us in your word the nature of the constellation of the dragons the dragon Satan that old serpent his family and how they operate in the spirit so father I pray today that you would open up the eyes and ears of the hearer give them an understanding that they may see the nature of Satan and when he's active in their life, help them to apply your word. Help them to be perfected, edified, and empowered and enlightened by your message today on the viper spirit or the spirit of the viper. In Jesus Christ's name. The one who liveth forever and ever, the potentate king, and the God of all gods. Amen and amen. Amen. Today, we're going to start off in talking about this viper spirit. Now, the word viper comes from the Hebrew word seraph. Now, I want you to understand something about seraph. Because this word also belongs to the angelic messengers of God. And they are the seraphim. The seraphim. And they are fiery. And that's what their name means. Burning ones. So we have the seraph now we're going to be talking about fiery a seraph is fiery burning poisonous serpent Species of venomous snakes. See, this is what you deal with in the spirit at the at any level. But the lower levels in ministry who don't understand or are not taught these things. This information from the Bible would not know they're dealing in spiritual warfare in their homes or in their personal lives. And this spirit drives just like any other spirit it's a serpent it's a snake it is the flying dragon and now God uses fiery serpents as symbolic in men and in the Bible it shows us how God used them he also used them with the children of Israel he actually used real serpents though Vo- venomous poisonous snakes so sometimes they're not always And he used the symbol of the bronze one. But there's God's use of the fiery serpents. And then there's Satan's use, the devil's use of the fiery serpents. So we're going to look at that. But I want to show you that this viper spirit is the constellation of the dragons. And constellation means family. So it's the family of the dragon. And who did we learn the first week on? Satan, the dragon. That old serpent. So, this is part, this is one of his family members. He is the flying dragon. Let's go to Job twenty six. Job 26. By his spirit he hath garnished the heavens, and his hand hath formed the crooked serpent. He's talking about God here. By God's hand, he have garnished the heavens. He created them. He made them. He made them appear. And by his hands, he formed the crooked serpent. And we learned last week that the crooked, I mean the first week, that the crooked serpent name when he was created was Lucifer. Lucifer was in the in heaven with God but he wasn't a a crooked serpent then because of the sin found in him his body transformed and God said that he was going to put fire in him you can find that in Ezekiel I didn't go that far Let's go to uh, Isaiah twenty seven. So, you know, dragons' fire come out from the inside. Isaiah 27, verse 1. In the day the Lord, with his sword and great and strong sword, shall punish Leviathan, the piercing serpent. That's another word the viper. It is a piercing serpent. You know when a viper attacks is different from a python. A python will squeeze the life out of you. He'll just keep squeezing and so when you keep having problem after problem, you better look at the python spirit. It might be trying to squeeze the life out of you. But today, we're talking about the viper spirit. Now, this spirit uses its mouth. This particular snake. The poison comes from its mouth. And it darts. It's the flying snake. It can lift off the ground just to bite you. Just to to sink poison in your body. That's how it kills. Both are murderous spirits. One like to squeeze the life out of you. The other one will attack you unawares and come flying as a piercing serpent. I want you to understand these spirits. This is high demonic power. Now, we learned that the python was the divination spirit. This viper is the poisonous, fiery spirit, the, cast, the constellation of the dragons. This is why I'm teaching you on these subjects. You've got to know what you deal with in life. So here we have the Leviathan, that crooked serpent, and he shall slay the dragon that is in the sea. Now who is gonna slay him? He says the Lord will. It's the Leviathan. We're talking about dragons here, sea serpents, uh, water serpents, poisonous snakes that pierce and they're crooked but they can fly this spirit is also called a cockatrice a adder now an adder is an arrow snake see the other one was a a flying poisonous burning piercing snake. The adder is an arrow snake. It's horned and it's snapping. Now, let's look at this snake. The adder in Genesis 49.17 Dan shall be a serpent by the way An adder in the path That biteth the horse's heels, So that his rider shall fall backwards Now he's in the way This serpent is so cunning You can't even tell it's there Until you get up on it It will bite the heels of the horse you ride Just to throw you off So here we're going into reading Genesis 49 7 even though it's a description of the arrowhead snake, the snapping snake and its horned. I want you to understand Dan is a replication, is a symbol of the fiery serpent that God uses. But you got to understand Just like anything else You live by the spirit. You die by the spirit. It's a way of life If you are cunning Subtle Crafty wicked working Serpent if you have that type of spirit it's your way of life. Now there's a scripture for that. I just couldn't find it this morning. Let's go to Isaiah. Um, I wasn't finished describing the flying dragon. I got to get it in there though. Isaiah 14. I want you to understand how important it is for y'all to... Know the type of spirits that will cause you harm. Or cause your family harm. And so you don't want to invite these spirits into your life. He says rejoice not. Okay, we're going into the God's use of man as fiery serpents. We read it first in Genesis 49, 17. We're in Isaiah 14, 28 and 29. In the year that King Ahaz died, was this burden. Rejoice not thou, whole Philistia because the rod of him that smote thee is broken so he's talking to the philistines he's telling them yes ahaz may have died but it's not time for you to rejoice over his death he's saying listen for out of the serpent's root Ahaz had the spirit of a serpent, but he was working on God's behalf So it wasn't cunning and subtle like Satan But it still was a way of life He says for out of the serpent's root shall come forth a cockatrice and what did I tell you a cockatrice was? A adder, right? And his fruit shall be a fiery flying serpent. Now this is where it's positive in the Bible. I want you to understand that. This is God's use of man. God used Ahaz against the Philistines. And the Philistines was rejoicing that he was dead. But God was warning them in this verse. That out of that fiery serpent that served me will come a cockatrice. Another one. But they will serve me. And if you rejoice too much. His seed is going to be a problem because see, the Philistines were God's enemies, uh, uh, the children of Israel's enemies. He, I believe, he was king of Judah, but it was their enemy, the Philistines, and he was telling Philistia he was telling their enemy don't rejoice because the king is dead i have another i have his seed see in the bible you gotta know when is god using the fiery serpents and symbolic to men and their nature and character then when it's satan using them and it's symbolic to their character and nature and this is what we're learning today this is what we're learning let's go down he says the root shall come forth a cockatrice adder fruit shall be a flying fiery serpent ahaz died he was the rod he was the leader So here we have, we have Ahaz. And now let's go to 2 Kings 18. Let's see why God is saying this seed. Who is he using here? 2nd Kings 18. 18. Now. 2nd Kings 18 let's read at verse one now it came to pass in the third year of hosea son of elah king of israel that hezekiah the son of ahaz here's the seed hezekiah god began to use him against the enemies of judah against the enemies of israel The son of Ahaz, king of Judah, began to reign. So Hezekiah began to reign in his father's place. The seed, out of him, O Philistines, you that stand against the armies of the Lord. Out of him is another flying, fiery serpent. And so we must understand. Let's go down to verse 8. <laughs> Let's go down a little bit. Um I'm going to have to come back to this, but I want to go to 8. It said, he smote the Philistines even unto Gaza and the borders thereof from the tower of the watchman to the fenced city. Didn't he tell the Philistines not to rejoice? See, when God uses you as a fiery serpent against the enemy, not against a fellow believer. Against the enemy. That's his use. That's his use. Now, I did talk earlier about the brass serpent. So let's go there and I want to come back to 2 Kings 18, Numbers 21, God's use again. He used the evil and the good. Numbers 21 verse 6. It says, And the Lord sent fiery serpents among the people, and they bit the people. Now see, this use of a fiery serpent, he actually used real snakes. It wasn't spirits of people, of men or women. He used real snakes, poisonous, venomous snakes. And they bit the people and much people of Israel died. They died because God sent real venomous snakes. Therefore, the people came to Moses and said, we have sinned for we have spoken against the Lord and against thee. Pray unto the lord that he take away the serpents from us and moses prayed for the people and so the lord said unto moses make thee a fiery serpent and set it upon a pole now first of all we have these real snakes biting the people and the people are dying off now he's telling moses i need you to make one So you've got to create one that looks like these serpents and sit it upon a pole. And it shall come to pass that everyone that is bitten, when he look upon it, shall live. And Moses made a serpent of brass and put it upon a pole. And it came to pass that if a serpent had bitten any man, when he beheld the serpent of brass, he lived. So, in order to save those that said, okay, we sinned, God sent these fiery serpents, he had to say, go back to God, and now he created a brass serpent. You know, we are taught different times, um, different people teach this differently, that that's a representation of Christ, the one that he made. And how Christ was lifted up. And in the New Testament, it gives scripture referencing back to this scripture. But I'm going to take you back to 1st, 2nd Kings 18. Now, they lived that looked upon the brass serpent. Now this should, it should... It should remind you of Christ because he was lifted up, even as Moses lifted up the serpent in, in the wilderness, and they that looked upon him lived. Those of us that call on the name of Christ who believe in him, we live. We live. But you see, the difference between that serpent that Moses created on that stick. And Christ on the cross is that that serpent was not living, it was symbolic. Christ came off the the, the cross, buried, and was and rose again. That serpent stayed on the stick. And although many people lived many of us live today I see the comparison but now I want you to look at what God did and how people and the devil could get in and cause the children of Israel to fall he always has a way of sticking his nose in something perverting it for the, from the way God intended for it to be used here we go back to 2 Kings 18. Now let's go to verse 3. And he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord according to all that David his father did. And he reigned in Judah 25 years. I just want you to know that. And Hezekiah, he removed the high places and broke the images, the statues. And cut down the groves and broke in pieces the brazen serpent that Moses had made. For unto those days the children of Israel did burn incense to it and he called it Nehushtan. And that means a piece of brass. Now why is it that Satan stuck his nose in and caused them to worship The brazen serpent as if it was a God. What is going on? He broke it asunder. Jesus on the cross, his legs was not broken. Just his skin was pierced. Who does that remind you of? When I begin to tell you about Satan's use of men, you will understand the piercing. On the side, the breaking of the skin was a bruising. The fiery flying serpent that's crooked. So we got to understand, Satan always going to try and pervert what God does. But he couldn't do it with Jesus. Because he didn't stay on the cross. He rose from the dead. But the Bible begins to explain to us. He perverts the people that follow Christ. He do them like he did Eve. Hath God said. perverting our way and so (laughs) we can't allow satan to do that we can't allow him to do that that's why we have to study because we got to see the nature of satan versus the nature of god we follow christ christ doesn't pervert he makes you become into the image of god the devil will pervert and cause you to fall let's go I read Genesis let's go to Genesis 49 17 again we learned that God used Dan in this way so no let's go to Judges he used Dan in this way in Genesis 49 17 the arrowhead snake snapping and horned sound like Satan the horn Judges 18 and the children of Dan said unto him let not thy voice be heard among us Lest angry fellows run upon thee and thou lose thy life with the lives of thy household. And the children of Dan went their way. And when Micah saw that they were too strong for him, he turned and went back into the house. Dan a serpent in the way and this was micah he was the priest and as you read that well he had a priest in the house in his house and he said unto dan you have taken away my gods which i made and the priest and you are going away and what have i more what is this that you say unto me? What aileth thee? And so here we have this picture. In verse 27. This is the tribe of Dan. The, the, the arrowhead serpent. Verse 27. And they took the things which Micah had made. And the priests which he had. And came unto Laish. Laish unto a people. That were at quiet and secure and they smote them with the edge of the sword and burnt the city with fire. And they called the name of the city Dan after the name of Dan their father who was born unto Israel. Howbeit, the name of the city was Laish at the first. And the children of Israel this is where they went crooked set up the graven images and Jonathan the son of Gershom the son of Manasseh he and his sons were priests to the tribe of Dan until the day of the captivity of the land and they set them up Micah's graven image which he made all the time that the house of God was in Shiloh that's where they went crooked Dan went crooked, but it was the way of life. It was the serpent. Not only did he fight battles and his, their character of that tribe was sneaky. They started worshiping images that they should not have. He wasn't like Hezekiah. That did, good sight in, that did good in the sight of the Lord. But this. There are different uses of God. Uses of men. In the Bible by God. As fiery serpents. And so now. We get to the devil's uses. And I'm understanding, looking at the time, I'm going to go into this message. It's going to carry over into next week. So there may be a part two. Let's get to it. The devil's uses of fiery serpents. I need you to make sure you separated it out. Dan is a transition. It is showing both sides of both how God would use them and how Satan would use them. But they couldn't see it themselves. Somehow he got in and perverted and put the statues back up and started serving them. Instead of destroying the statues with the city. That he found in Micah's house. So now we have the devil's use of fiery serpents. Or what we call the the dragon he's the leader remember Satan the dragon the devil that old serpent the viper it is a murderous spirit satanic and demonic in nature let's turn to Isaiah 59 we have Isaiah 59 now I want you you can read 1 through 17 but I'm just going to point out certain scriptures and verses in this section because time is short I want you to go and I want to start this reading Verse 1. Behold the Lord's hand is not shortened. That it cannot save. Neither his ear heavy. That it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated. Between you and your God. See didn't I tell y'all that the other day. Or at some point. I told you. That it is sin that separates you from God your iniquities have separated between you and your God and your sins have hid his face from you that he will not hear for your hands are defiled with blood and your fingers with iniquity your lips have spoken lies your tongue have muttered perverseness none calleth for justice nor any plead for truth. They trust in vanity and speak lies. They conceive the mischief and bring forth iniquity. They hatch cockatrice eggs and weave the spider's web. He that eateth of their eggs dies. And that which is crushed breaketh out into a viper. Their webs shall not become garments. Neither shall they cover themselves with their works. They are... Their works are works of iniquity, and the act of violence is in their hand. Their feet run to evil, and they make haste to shed innocent blood. Their thoughts are thoughts of iniquity. Wasting and destruction are in their paths. The way of peace they know not, and there is no judgment in their goings. They have made them crooked paths. Whosoever go therein shall not know peace. Do you hear what God is saying about the people who Satan used in the sense of fiery serpents? So let's look at this. Therefore, is judgment far from. neither doth justice overtake us we wait for light but behold obscurity for brightness but we walk in darkness now God has shown us here in Isaiah the use by the devil the dragon and his viper spirit amongst the people I told you it was a murderous spirit demonic in nature let's go to it verse four no no verse six He says, their webs shall not become garments. Neither shall they cover themselves with their works. Their works are works of iniquity. And the act of violence is in their hands. The act of violence is in their hands. Men's violence. This is men and women violent. The works are the works of iniquity. Murder. Hands are defiled with blood. What did he say here? Verse 3. For your hands are defiled with blood. What else did he talk about? The mouth, right? This is the key point to the fiery viper. It uses the mouth to kill. So when when the devil uses. The mouth. Here he used the hands in violence. Now he's using the mouth. The lies. The lying lips. False witnesses. Perverse tongues. Wicked words. Dishonesty. Wrong. Injustice unrighteousness and depravity this is what perverse tongues release out of their mouth wrong judgment man's violence man's violence Now, violence here in this verse is the Hebrew word kamas. And it means sinful violence, extreme wickedness. And it's iniquity, this type of iniquity Kamas or is another word for iniquity And it's in verse 4 It says none call it for justice Nor any pleaded for truth They trust in vanity and speak lies They conceive mischief and bring forth iniquity This type of iniquity is sinful violence And extreme wickedness So i want you to understand when you speak out of your mouth what is coming out is it the poison of the fiery viper by satan by that spirit driving you is your spirit like this viper There is deliverance needed. And this is why we teach messages like today. To bring deliverance to the lives of those who have been fooled by Satan. Deceived. So that they can get set free. What is coming out of your mouth? Is it this poison? Well the sword of the Lord is speaking today. let's go on here besides murdering and lies a perverse tongue what else does this viper do it conceives mischief mischief means conceiving mischief means it births trouble it starts trouble it brings trouble into your life see while the python come up on you and encircle you and squeeze you to death. This one is sly two. It conceives mischief in your life. And what is the purpose to shed innocent blood? To shed innocent blood. Psalms, the 7th chapter. Psalms, the 7th chapter, the 14th verse. Behold, he travaileth with iniquity and has conceived mischief and brought forth falsehood. and brought forth falsehood now this is shagayan of david he's praying for justice He's praying for justice. And in verse 10 he says. My defense is of God. Which saveth the upright at heart. And he has been dealing. He says. God is angry with the wicked every day. If he turn not. He will wet his sword. He hath bent his bow. And maketh ready. He ready to fight against the wicked. And here I am today, fighting against this spirit in your life. God has readied his sword. And his sword is speaking. Do you see the nature of Satan in your life? Do you see it in its demonic, murderous way? The way of iniquity, that's sinful violence... extreme wickedness the perverse tongue the hands that are defiled with blood the lying lips the false witnesses those that conceive mischief birthing trouble in the lives of people His sword is speaking today. He's showing us the way of Satan. And I pray. That I I just pray that this spirit you can see clearly. And that you ask God to deliver you. uh, Free you if this is your character. Because he has influenced your life to the point. Where it flows freely from you and it shouldn't he should have to war with you To get you to lie. He should have to war with you to get you to murder He should have to war with you for you to have a perverse tongue He should have to war with you for you to conceive mischief But if you do these things freely and on your own You need deliverance And the sword of God is here today fighting against the spirit that led you and that you took on see I teach that until you enter into the sin it's not demonic in nature until you enter into it do you have a viper spirit is if a fiery flying serpent kills with the tongue what is coming forth out of your mouth if you're a christian i want to ask you when you're not around the pastor what is coming out of your mouth when you're not around your bishop or your apostle what is coming out of your mouth and god is calling you to repentance today He says, I want to deliver you. I want to free you from this nature. See, I've warred with this spirit. And I understand the wickedness of the enemy. Some people can cause it in your life. I understand if that's all you ever been learning in life but God says it's time to be free it's time for repentance it's time for your mouth to become more like a sword than a fiery serpent that murders that lies that's a false witness that has a perverse tongue that conceives mischief this iniquity God is saying it's time for it to end he's fighting with the sword of my mouth sinful violence extreme wickedness I pray for truth pray the truth come out in every situation that is what we almost we always should pray pray the truth come out when you're fighting this viper spirit God says call for justice because there is none to call for it call for truth because there is none to call for it And you stand on his word. But he also sent his son. Because this is a spiritual warfare. That natural justice. It can't always change a man, but God will use the natural justice in Jesus Christ to divide asunder the soul from the spirit. By the word of God, the sword of the mouth is the sword of the spirit. And if you don't know it, you can't rightly divide it. And I'm telling you today. That it's time to repent i have rightly divided it for you you have god's use and the devil's use and so i want you to understand this fiery serpent this viper when the devil is involved in your life you understand you murder you your hands are defiled with blood the lies that you tell the lying lips and the false witness the perverse tongue the wicked words this dishonesty the wrong the wrong things are coming out this is the poison that destroys a person and Christ is fighting with you today. He's saying it's time to repent. Only by Him can you get free. Only by Him can you get free. See what is coming out of your mouth. What is coming forth? God is calling us. To be free from this viper's hold, this poison that is through our spirits. He said, It's time, it's time to be free. What's coming out of your mouth? what's coming out of your mouth are you ready to give it over to God your mouth your mouth are you ready to give it over to God give your mouth to God give your mouth to God it is time it is time stop letting Satan use your mouth and let God Heavenly Father I thank you for your word and your spirit I thank you that your word can divide asunder the demonic forces from our spirit, and any influences that Satan have in our lives. Father, I pray for us as a people right now. We repent for having a viperous spirit. To for having lying tongues, our hands defiled with blood, for being a false witness, for bringing forth wicked words, depraving words, words of unrighteousness and injustice, words of dishonesty. We repent of conceiving mischief, birthing trouble. Father, please, I thank you right now that you're going to cleanse us from this sinful violence and extreme wickedness, this iniquity that we have yielded to throughout the years bring deliverance to our lives, wash us, cleanse us By the blood of the lamb, the living lamb and the word that that is preached as you are purging your people is dividing asunder the sword, the spirit, from the soul to bring deliverance to our lives have your way God have your way Lord Jesus have your way Holy Spirit as repentance come forth have your way Lord Jesus as repentance come forth In the name of the Holy One of Israel true and faithful is his name and he leads in battle come to Christ today father we love you Lord Jesus Christ we love you and Holy Ghost we love you continue to have your way in our lives god showing us and straightening out the crooked paths in our lives that we may walk in that straight and narrow path amen and amen